This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Hi folks and welcome back to the Peaks Academy podcast where we bring you little gems, little wellness gems on a regular basis all around what we do here at the Peaks Academy and we're joined by Lynn Fernie who's a little wellness warrior, who's a lifestyle guru. She's our head head coach at Peaks Academy and has a, a wealth of knowledge in all things that are Peaks. And this one I'm going to get Lynn to talk to because I get very, very angry. A lot of people who come and join us and uh, transition into the keto way of eating, but they still want to keep one foot in the old cam. They're still always looking for ways to continually go back and find alternatives to some of their favourite foods in their all eating, um, but in a keto format. So, Lynn, tell us why this isn't healthy and some of the ways to get past that transition from traditional eating to keto lifestyle. Yeah, so I think there's a, this is quite a complex topic, this one, because we've got a whole range of um, psychology involved as well as the physiological side. So the first thing is people have habits and people like to stick with their old habits because they're very comfortable and many people don't like change. So if I take away bread and cakes and pastries, they're looking for keto versions and there simply aren't really keto versions of those foods because the primary culprit in those foods or the two culprits are wheat or gluten and sugar. So those foods will light up the pleasure centers in the brain, just like opium, and people will crave them. So that's a physiological craving that adds to the feeling that they have, which is the habit, which is the comforting feeling and the, you know, the desire for those foods. So whilst you continue to look for alternatives, even keto alternatives, you're not helping yourself because you're not breaking the habit and creating new keto-friendly foods and keto-friendly habits. So that's the first issue. Second issue is you may be sabotaging your attempt to become fat adapted because many of those keto foods that have keto alternative flours in them may have higher carbohydrate counts than you would ideally like to see in your daily allowance. So you may just go over your carb count without even realising. So again, you're sabotaging your um, your attempt to move into the keto lifestyle fully and to adapt your body. And the third thing that's happening is you're not allowing your palate to adjust. So the palate does adjust quite dramatically. You lose your taste for sweet and sugary foods. You lose your taste for many of the alcohols like beer and wine. And that's because the body enjoys those ketones that you get from the keto diet much more than it does the glucose, the dirty fuel that you get from the carbohydrates and the sweet foods. So by, again, looking for the keto alternatives, you're not allowing your palate to adapt. And then the final thing is many of those keto foods have got some quite nasty ingredients because the big food companies have jumped on the keto bandwagon. They see a way to make money and they use low quality, quite frankly, shit ingredients. Do you really want to put that in your body? Do you really want to create inflammation and again sabotage your um, transition into keto which is wonderfully healthy uses natural foods and allows your body to run clean so one of the things we always say and some great points Elian, thank you for that one of the things we always say at, uh, at peaks is the transition or the successful keto lifestyle is is about 30 percent what you put in your mouth, so 30% of the food and things that you eat and consume, and about 70% mindset, because keto is definitely a mindset. And one of the points that Lynn made about um, trying to sort of keep your 
you know, replace or find alternatives to things that you liked before you went to keto leads to a continual disappointment where you feel you're missing out because you can't replicate the bread you loved. You can't replicate the chocolate you enjoyed. You can't replicate those sweet treats. And you're never going to be able to replicate them to anywhere near the same degree without carbohydrates and sugar. So there's this constant disappointment that on keto, you're getting a sort of a lower quality alternative. And so people sort of tend to gravitate back and forth between keto and then looking for these alternatives. And they're creating this negative mindset where they're missing out but being on keto. So one of the things that we do is transition fully onto keto and we retrain our appetite and retrain our taste buds not to need those sweets or those carbs. Now, Lynn, in your experience, how long does it take if, if someone goes keto, goes clean, how long before they start to see those cravings reduced and how long before they can start to not really desire some of those foods they crave with that opium-like addiction when they had traditional eating? So... When you transition, the first thing is I want to say, add extra fat into your diet because this is going to really help you transition quickly. So if you've got plenty of fat, and I'd be recommending 200 grams a day of fat, get that in your diet. Your palate will adjust very, very quickly and your body will adjust quickly. So you should start to see some changes within two to three days. Within about seven days, you will already lose many of those carb cravings, especially the ones for the sweet, sugary foods. Um, at least give yourself 30 days because by the end of 30 days, you will have broken the cycle. You'll, you will have formed new habits. And at the end of that 30-day period, your body will have, it probably hasn't fully fat adapted, but it's gone a long way towards it. And it's going to be feeling the benefits. You're going to feel really good about yourself. You've probably lost some weight. You're seeing all of those extra energy benefits from keto. So you'll have the new habit within 30 days. You'll have seen the body benefits. Your body will be well on the way to fat adaption. And you will have lost those cravings for the sweet, sugary, starchy or carby foods. So 30 days is what we recommend. Go cold turkey. Do keto in full and you will be amazed. If you then try to consume one of your old favourites like pizza or maccas at the end of 30 days, most people that we work with report finding it unpleasant. They don't like the taste and they suddenly realise how much tastier keto food is. So those people that go really strict, go into it fully and work on it for 30 days have the most success. So some great tips, and one of the things we always say is either skill power or willpower. Skill power means having the knowledge and understanding, which Lynn's just given you, of why it's important to do those first 30 days and why it's important to get the body clean and retrain the taste buds and re retrain the food desires. And the willpower is just to toughen up. Toughen up and be committed. This is a lifestyle choice. This is something that will benefit you long term. So it's that willpower to commit to the 30 days, surround yourself with the knowledge and understanding, and then go for it, and you too can enjoy the, the keto lifestyle. So, Lynn, thanks for joining us. It's another gem, another Peaks gem at the Peaks Academy, and thanks for joining us on the podcast, and we'll talk to you all again very, very soon. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks Day. 